0: trying to get this god-awful wwe network website to work
1: i just heard it <laughs> you also grant may want to let that load for a little bit so i mean you might have good enough internet but
0: no i don't you are totally
1: the biggest mark
0: and i have had the brain
1: defeated.
2: paul Cogan, you can go to hell
1: and all these people are a bunch of stinking bombs, aren't you?
2: Reigning United States heavyweight champion Brett Hitman Clark.
1: Zach, do you remember what you were doing on October 9th, 1995?
2: Uh, I was ten years old. I was probably playing with Power Rangers. Playing with Power Rangers, Grant, what or you something you doing? else. Whacking it. <laughs> Well, what I
1: was doing was watching WCW Monday Nitro from October 9th, 1995 from the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois. For you, for you people out there, uh, Rosemont, Illinois is Chicago, Illinois. So let's not get too technical with it. Um, we're going to be taking a look back on today on late to the Nitro party. So remember, cue up your copy of this episode of Monday Nitro on your WWE Network and press play in three, two, one, play. And okay. we start off with uh, Hogan getting salt in the eyes, so we got that going. Burp. Sorry. <laughs> that looked great on the uh, <laughs> audio. Uh-huh. That was capture. quite loud. <clears throat> so, how's everybody doing today? Everybody, everybody, good. Everybody.
0: Good man. Talking to us, and, uh, you talking to I'll the talk you
1: guys. Oh. <laughs> Fuck those other people out there. They're just <laughs> <It's>, our viewers. <laughs> our viewers. Uh,
0: at, at the time of this recording, it's Dingus Day.
1: Oh, uh, that day?
0: Dingus Day, man. That's uh, that's basically Polish Easter. Um, uh, I got some Polish really? sausage, sausage, few pierogies. Uh, you know, just partying it up over pierogies.
1: Those are those are like the pasta with mashed potatoes in the well, middle. Well, the crappy ones
0: have mashed potatoes. The good ones have like farmer's cheese.
2: Ooh. And what exactly is a Dingus?
0: Uh, I, you know, I, Dingus is Polish. It was um, it was some sort of pagan holiday, anyhow. And when the Christians took over, uh, they just kind of morphed it together with with Easter. Ah. So you get ah, you get Dingus cool. Day, and yeah, I got uh, some Poonchkies hanging out for later. So
2: sweet. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Polish food, there's a lot of Polish people in uh, Chicago, there which is. Is, they, uh... as a matter of fact,
1: where this is coming from. We've got uh, Bischoff. Bobby the Brain and Steve Mongo McMichael in their Bears jerseys. Just in case you get in, guys didn't know,
2: you know Steve Mongo McMichael played for the Bears, right? No. I don't know if you knew that or not. No. Speaking of that, isn't it like the 30th anniversary or something of that? Like right now on the show? No, in real life. Yeah, as of recording it was this. It
1: was last year. Okay. They won in 85. Uh, that's right. I thought they won in early 86. Well, probably the Super. It'd been 85 season.
0: Right. Hey, look, wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's enough football for for today. Thank you, Mongo. Question mark? Question mark? Hainan. So <clears throat> attendance to this show was eighty five hundred.
2: How many do you think paid? Guesses. Attendance was eighty five hundred. I think three thousand. Three thousand, Grant.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say half.
1: So that'd be like I <laughs> don't make us do that. Forty <laughs> four thousand two hundred fifty. That your mean. that's your guess. You you win. Uh you win on the prices right. Forty five hundred paid. Alright. So we get Sting up here saving the intro, much like Flair did uh last week or a couple weeks ago by interrupting the announcers, which I'm fine with. So what's he talking about here? Um, he's talking about he's gonna solve uh, the the problem with Savage and Luger. They've been having. Oh yeah, that's right. he's going to solve that. He's going to play mediator. So the,
0: the gimmick we'll of Sting at this time, which I prefer to the later Crow gimmick, which we'll of course see. But the gimmick is I I believe cocaine is the gimmick.
1: He's just yeah. A, he's just a jacked up surfer dude with face paint. Yeah. So first match of the night for the United States title, we've got uh, Sting, who we just saw, and. The shark John Tenta coming out with oh boy um, <laughs> this game. some of the worst face paint some of the worst face paint versus some of the best face paint in wrestling right. yeah. yeah you
0: know and I I haven't seen this so I I have no clue I mean I, I probably know who's gonna win but I I like <laughs> yeah. I like this match uh, I I think Steve Borden gives John Tenta uh, probably probably some some good work. Um, well. You know, shark. Can, shark can move, man. He's he's, well, a, he's a decent wrestler. God,
1: please don't refer to him as Shark. He's either Earthquake <laughs> or John Tenta. Don't give that the credence that you are. He just passed away, right? <clears throat> um, it's again. been a few years, but yes, he's since passed.
0: Now, 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 a scorpion versus a shark. Who wins? Well, depends uh, on if it's in water or
1: not.
0: <laughs> yeah, what if on he can land.
1: Here's something pretty good you will see right here. Sting actually gets ahead of the cameraman. He's waiting for him to come out, and he can't find him. And oh, there he is! is.
0: <laughs> I really like the old wrestling music. You know, now they just use, like, real music from, from artists. But, you know, this was good. In case you had never seen wrestling, Sting's music is just... Them telling you who he, is who he, he is, is, who
1: he is, who he is, what he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, so it's good. It, appear- it appears uh, John Tenta's trunks have clip art on them <laughs> from <laughs> like Hyper Studio.
2: <laughs> oh boy! You
1: know, we'll see. This match isn't very long, but Tenta for a two or three minute match. He gives you all you need, really. I mean, he can move around well enough for a limited amount of time. Nice power slam there. Yeah. That he's going to give you all you need. I mean, he, he moves very well for a guy his size. Former sumo wrestler. Oh, really? Yep. jin sumo wrestler in huh. Japan. So we get a power slam, nice elbow drop, leg drop from Tenna, who takes control in the early stages. I wonder what his finisher is at this time. If he's still doing the uh, the earthquake sit on them move, or I'm something sure we'll tells me we won't him. get to see it. But uh, no, no, no. so Sting's going up top. <clears throat> Sharks selling his head, uh, saying he hit it off the post. So we get a high cross body off the top by Sting. And a three count from Nick Patrick, and that's it. Nice quick match. So, Sting's going to get out of here pretty quick because Shark's not very happy with him. And uh, just a quick opener, like I said. I mean, Tenna's not going to give you any 30-minute time limit draws, but he's good to throw in there. You know, he's not going to be your big lumbering big man that's just slow and boring. I mean, he can work a pretty quick pace for at least a little while, so...
0: You know, it's a good opener for the crowd. Get yeah, served,
2: it served its purpose. Nothing mm-hmm. too special, though. I love uh, Heenan's kind of play-by-play play of the uh, replay. He acts so very unenthused every single time he does it. He's like, yeah, Sting, off the top rope. <laughs> it's, it's been said that... He, on the ground, pin, one, two, three. Sting's got it. it. It's been said that Heenan at this time, he... Uh,
1: when the camera started rolling, he's gonna give you a hundred percent, but he'd be damned if he's gonna prepare in any way, mm-hmm. so he's just you know live off the cuff, which is why sometimes it's not it's not, he's the not greatest. quite there. So we get another replay of what we started off the, the Nitro with here, of Hogan <laughs> going to get blasted in the face by Kevin Sullivan. Literally, literally the exact same thing that we saw earlier. That's why, just the time Sting, the entire thing.
0: that's why the Sting match was short, was for more Hogan replay time.
1: I right. guess. It was probably in Hogan's contract that he's got to you know be on a certain amount of Nitro, and they had to shoehorn more of it in there. Watch, Jimmy Hart was out of position there and uh, had to step in front of Sullivan so he could hit him with a cane.
0: It doesn't make you have a lot of faith in security.
1: Right, now, yeah, right. where's the police? When, when this Gina. is going on, you can hear Mongo sort of stifling a laugh as he, <laughs> there's this old woman beating Hogan with a cane. It's supposed to be a very serious moment. You know, your top baby face is getting attacked. But Mongo just can't keep it together and starts laughing. It
2: doesn't help that most of this crowd probably
1: hates Hogan at this point. Right. This is like the third time we've seen this
2: on on this podcast already. Yeah. They just keep showing it. Well, there's a long uh, well, yeah, span yeah. between Fall Brawl and Halloween Havoc. Yep. I mean, they got to do this a lot Yep. to keep the angle going. What were you saying, Grant? Well,
0: we just we just got to hear it. Heenan Hulkamania is going to be over right now.
2: <laughs> He's been saying that since 1985. Yeah,
1: if only it were that simple. Shave his mustache, and you kill Hulkamania.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the. <laughs> this isn't necessary. Well, it, <laughs> just, it's a no. symbolic gesture. I
1: don't know. <laughs> Hey, here's uh. The... So coming up, we've got Sabu versus Mr. JL. We get a Halloween Havoc promo. You know the, the guy at the beginning of this promo, the, like, old guy with the, like, what appears to be dried, like, concrete all over the, his face? Uh, the guy that runs the Dungeon of Doom? Yes.
2: Do you know who he is? Like, in real life? Yeah. Uh, I have no clue. That
1: is Curtis Ikea. Oh, Prince I.K.'s dad? King I.K., yeah. King I.K., yeah. That's who who was a real successful territory wrestler in the Pacific Northwest. That's who that is. Huh. So, Sabu versus Jerry Lynn getting ready to kick off. We've got a a career retrospective on Jerry Lynn here. Mr. JL. Mr. JL. That's real creative, right? Um... Mr. J.L. Jerry Lynn was born on June 12, 1963. He is currently a producer for Ring of Honor. Um, Started wrestling in 1988 in the Minnesota Minnesota and Michigan independent scene. And... He's going to wrestle at this time from 95 to 97 for WCW, and he's going to get released in 97 after he was injured. Something we'll see that happened to some other wrestlers over the time. Steve Austin, probably being your biggest name, had tore his tricep and was fired while he was on injury and ended up becoming the biggest thing in wrestling. Jerry Lynn, not so much. Not saying there's anything wrong with Jerry, but he's no Steve Austin. Um, here in a couple weeks, we're going to see him have a really nasty injury in a match against Dean Malenko where he's going to break his arm, and huh. it's it's pretty gnarly looking. I looked it up and watched it the other day. He's going to join ECW in 1997, uh, have a pretty pretty big feud with Just Incredible at the time. Um, had a short stint with, with WWF 2000-2002, and then was with TNA from 02 to 2007 He officially retired in 2013. Lynn's going to be a one-time ECW World Champ, a one-time Ring of Honor World Champ, a two-time NWA World Tag Team Champ, once with AJ Styles and again with the Amazing Red, two-time TNA X Division Champ, and a one-time WWF Light Heavyweight Champion. And it's probably safe to say he either beat Taka
2: Shinoku or like Funaki for for (laughs) the... His, uh, his costume's actually pretty bitchin' for a mid-90s no, era. No, I think it not. is.
1: I think it is. He looks like a poor man's Rey Mysterio. I think it's kind of cool. So we see Sabu here with some of his unorthodox offense, leg lariats off the ropes, things of that nature. During this match, Bischoff is explaining the rules of the monster truck challenge that we're going to see at Halloween Havoc here coming up in a couple weeks. If there's anything that needs
0: explanation, it really probably is. It
1: it really does need (laughs) explaining. In this match, I think it's going on right now. We're actually hearing some Hogan sucks chants.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing that. During this match, of
1: all matches to have that (laughs) for some reason, but. Yeah. Hogan sucks chance in the middle of Sabu versus Jerry Lynn.
0: All right. So, just for the official count, we had one match where nothing went outside.
1: Yeah, which is absolutely amazing. I didn't even mm-hmm. think of that. So, we're to the outside for the first time of the night. Unnecessary flips.
0: Yeah. Out again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably the first match we've had in a couple of weeks where nobody fell outside the ring or was thrown out. So we see a somersault, and Jerry Lynn absolutely rails his head, <laughs> no pun intended, on the guardrail. That, that's a concussion.
0: Shut up, Mongo.
1: Mongo's terrible. We're not even going to mention Mongo anymore because he's just god-awful. Oh, he did, yeah. I bet you did. I mean, the crowd's into this. Yeah, yeah I mean, like Sabu's those... just sort of suicidal
2: type offense. I mean, this style of wrestling is pretty new to. Yeah, people fans haven't seen display. a lot
1: of this, so people are into what he's doing here. Called the EMS. Sabu's going to hit a vertical suplex. Nope. Go behind by JL. Waist lock. German suplex. Four or two count. Does anybody know what Sabu writes on his bandage on his arm? I was actually just thinking that same thing. He always thing. has writing there, but I can't see what it says. That was nice. Mm-hmm. That dude is
2: scarred yeah. up. I wonder how long has Sabu we've been wrestling at this point. It's a good question. I mean, he... I mean, those He wrestled in they,
1: Japan for a good while. They
2: aren't necessarily scars from wrestling, so...
1: Yeah. Allegedly, when Sabu was injured in ECW, I, I believe it's when Benoit, he, he broke his neck in a match with Benoit, they took him to the hospital, and he didn't want to break kayfabe, so he, like, wouldn't speak English to uh-huh. anybody. Huh? And when they x-rayed him for his neck, they found a bullet in his face. What? <laughs> and he would never Jeez. tell them how it got there. So wow. I'm sure he was uh, involved in some nefarious dealings earlier in his life that led to him being shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice move. Nice yeah, draped like DDT from yeah. the top turnbuckle. Okay, that right by there.
2: JL. He. Uh, we can't rewind, obviously, but <clears throat> Sabu like didn't get his arm up. Right, and the ref actually pushed his arm up. Really, so that way yeah, he I wasn't watching it close enough. Well, yeah, good on Randy Anderson yeah,
1: because. It work. I mean, this would have been the second match we saw with uh, Alex Wright where they botched the count yeah, on that they, match they a few weeks that ago. Match too. Why is he pointing?
2: <laughs> no, that's that's a thing. I don't Sabu blocks
1: it. the drop kick into a camel clutch. This is when Sabu is, I mean, actually, Sabu is legitimately the nephew of the original Sheik. Sheik, so using the Camel Clutch as a finisher in this match. and We'll see here, Sabu, sort of his gimmick right now is that he just continues beating people up even after he's mm-hmm. won. This is pretty stiff right here. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Sunset Flip Powerbomb to the outside.
2: I like it. Not a bad match.
1: So, pretty good. I mean, they cut away because, I don't know, Bischoff has to talk at us some more, but Mongo still has his rose-colored aviator sunglasses on. He,
0: he doesn't have any mascots with him, though.
1: Not yet. Yeah, not I'm yet. sure that freaking dog will get whipped out later.
0: Have, so, we, have, have we discussed the WCW refs wearing the uh the blue shirt instead of the stripes? No, we so, haven't.
1: Do you have uh some info on that?
0: No, I was hoping you did. Um, no. <laughs> there's a story. I'll look into it for the next one. That's my that, is, one. that
1: is
2: something I, I think that's an NWA thing.
0: I I or, believe it is.
2: This uh this is kinda of funny if you listen to the announcers. They act like they're totally oblivious to anything going on in the ring behind them, but you can obviously see Sting and Gene. Sting and Luger getting into the ring behind them. Here in just a second, Bischoff will say something kind of funny. He basically acts like and Gene just told him he was in the ring. We don't
1: have monitors in front of us and can see everything that's going on. If you heard Bischoff um, earlier, he said that there's been a restraining order placed against the Dungeon of Doom, and they are not allowed in the building, because, you know, that'll stop them. Right. That'll show those supernatural evil <laughs> people <laughs> to stay out of this building. So Luger at least has a jacket over his puffy yeah, it's shirt. The, it's not the white puffy shirt this time. Well, he's still got the puffy shirt on. He's just oh, got a jacket it's, oh, okay. over
2: it. He's got some nice shoulder pads in that jacket, Yeah, too. I noticed that. What is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Savage in Is that tiger print?
0: Yeah, he, he killed a large cat with a hand grenade.
1: Oh, my God. Hey, that guy's got a Randy Savage wrestling buddy. Yeah, that's like from...
2: WWF era there. Yeah. It's a Macho King, look. Yep, Macho King. He's got the thing around it, the crown. Which, that's only like 10 years old at this that's time. That's true. Less than 10 years.
1: So, Sting playing moderator between Savage and Luger. And what we're going to get out of this promo is basically they're going to say that they all want to be world champions, so they all have a conflict of interest. But... Savage and Luger both have a match at Halloween Havoc against different members of the Dungeon of Doom. And the compromise Sting comes up with, if they both win their matches at Dungeon of Doom, then they can wrestle each other and settle their differences. Because wrestling, that's why.
0: And say, why don't the three of them just get together and say, hey, you know what, I know where they're staying, let's just go kill them in his sleep. (laughs)
2: Like
1: Hogan? Who are we killing?
0: Whoever. Whoever's in the
2: Is this really much of a solution to the problem that's at hand?
1: No, if anything, it'll just make it worse because can they're going to wrestle. Can you
0: just pull these guys into the ring and be like, hey, I got an
1: idea. Let's,
0: let's burn some TV time, which surely doesn't cost that much money.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're just trying to make an angle out of something that's really not there. Yeah. I mean, they don't like each other. Isn't that an angle enough? I mean, they don't have to be buddies. But Sting right. is such a goody two shoes that he tries to make them like each other.
0: It's, I think it's less viable when you do this sort of thing in the ring. Like, if if this were backstage, like, holy like crap. Like in a locker room. Holy crap, there's a thing going on backstage. Like, okay, I, I believe that. I believe mm-hmm. that Sting says, hey, you bums, get your crap together. But the fact that this show on national TV, they just so happen to have this five minute stretch where they weren't doing anything else.
1: Right. Right. I do like how Sting here is saying he's tired for sticking up for Luger, which yeah, he's been doing that a while since the early 90s, so Sting needs to to get some more bleach on that hair his roots are showing. Riveting my course from Luger.
0: He told him.
1: I'll show you.
2: Oh, man. So wouldn't it
1: be awesome if, like, Kamala beats whoever he's wrestling? It's like, oh, well, this is all for nothing because one of them lost. Yeah.
0: What? We haven't sorted anything out.
1: No, literally nothing has been sorted out. It's just going to get more complicated. So we get a limo pulling up outside the Rosemont horizon. Who's this going to be? Any guesses? I'm,
0: why was this there? A
1: well, Grant, any guesses? You haven't seen this yet. No, I want to know
0: why there's a camera out there.
1: Well, there was a limo. Anytime there's a limo pulling up on WCW, they got to televise it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. And we have Chris Benoit and his glorious mullet, <laughs> some Holy kind of wild animal trailing oh. <laughs> him.
0: Right, so we are once again sold that this is where the big boys play, which is the worst tagline ever.
1: Right, it's pretty terrible. And
0: Benoit, in crowd, everyone in the crowd, raise your hand right now if you know who Chris Benoit is.
1: No, none of them. No, nope. that's why. <laughs> just, look at all those empty seats. Holy mm-hmm. crap! Did you yeah. see that? It's a thing where Bischoff tries to get him over saying, "Oh, he's one of the greats from Japan and Canada and this or that, but nobody knows who this guy is."
0: No, there's no reason to be showing him outside of a ring. There's no reason for him to open his mouth. You want to you want to get him over and show people who he is. Put him in the ring. Yeah. This whole yeah.
2: disco Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, as as I just put him in the ring by himself. He can wrestle himself to a 20-minute time limit draw.
1: Yeah, and it'd be better than most of the crap
2: they're showing. Absolutely. This Disco stuff actually is quite funny, what he does here. He's pretty terrible, but in a funny kind It's terrible, but it's like corny funny.
1: Oh, what, you're talking about what he does to Road Warrior? Yeah. That that is pretty (laughs) funny. Yeah, this is So Bischoff, or Bischoff, (laughs) Disco is playing his shtick of Coming out and dancing when he has really no reason to dance. And they, to be out they shut there. his music off for Boss Man. Yeah, and he gets a boombox out. <laughs> ghetto blaster jam box. <laughs> a jam box. Ray Trailer is trying not to laugh. he, is, <laughs> he was trying to keep from smirking right there. He
0: smirked right there.
2: Oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. We got Big Bubba Rogers versus Road Warrior Hawk is the match I've got billed here.
2: This is the moment the Ray Trailer realized he was no
1: longer fit for this business. Yeah, this guy was in a world title match about five weeks ago, and now he's <laughs> dealing yeah. with Disco Inferno. <laughs> then
2: this <laughs>
1: Road Road Warrior Hawk. Road Warrior Animal is actually out with an injury at this time, which is why Hawk's in singles matches. Uh-huh.
0: Is, is his neck hurt? Is that the injury he always has? I
1: think, I think his arm or like <laughs> shoulder is what they said animal's injury was.
2: <laughs> He's so I think it would have been great if he actually did it. If he actually started dancing, that would have been great. Yeah, well, another big reason the
1: uh build hometown of the Road Warriors is uh Chicago, mm-hmm. so, he, Look at so
2: <laughs>
1: Hawk totally oblivious that there's a hat on his shoulder pads. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he just beat the shit out of Disco backstage <laughs> when he watched the tape of this. <laughs> Road Warriors are o- always over huge in Chicago, so you got got to throw one of them out here.
0: I don't know what they're trying to. He still has
2: no clue. Just there. He's like <laughs> he's just like a dog that can't get to his tail. <laughs> that is awesome.
0: I'm curious to see with you know what it is that they're trying to build this go up to.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll see. I, I haven't watched for enough in. There. I mean, he hasn't. He's only wrestled one match on right. Nitro so far, which he lost. So we got two guys that. Their their best days are behind them.
2: Is it hawk or animal that's dead now?
1: Uh, hawk has passed away. Mike Hergstrand, he is. Uh, Ray
2: Trailer passed
1: away in the early two thousand, maybe two thousand three. I want
0: to say Ray Trailer passed too, didn't he?
1: Yep, oh, Ray yeah, Ray Trailers passed probably ten years now. Oh, he passed like before WCW was bought out. I think. Really, it's been that long ago.
2: What is that? Well, he's blocking oh, his okay. head from being
1: saying. jammed in the turnbuckle. Well, I do like Ray Trailer's punches. I think I've mentioned that before. I mean, they, they look just stiff enough to be believable.
0: And out of the ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he didn't stay out. That <laughs> that didn't serve any purpose.
2: <laughs>
1: look like a Benny Hill. Nice <laughs> power slam from Hall. Good. Power slam is one of those moves where. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and disco. Uh. He's going to rip his shirt off. I kind of do like what they do here for the finish. I mean, it's believable enough because, granted, the the Road Warriors were never portrayed as the smartest people in the world. They're just big, brutish, like, killers. Yeah. And we see Nick Patrick counting in the background. What do you think's going to happen? Uh... Doi? What? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And he even calls him out on it, too. Calls him, you know, says how dumb he is. Hey, lost his head, got counted out. Big win for Big Bubba right there.
0: No, that's you know? good. And you, you got to do that every once in a while to remind everyone of the rules.
1: Yeah, remind people that there are rules in pro wrestling.
2: If they need to be.
0: How many matches have we had? Is that number three? This is a match three. That was
1: the third match. The first two didn't, or match one and match three didn't go very long. I mean, each one of those maybe lasted a minute or two, so. Here we go. Because we got to get a Hogan promo. More time
0: so for we Hogan. Gotta,
1: so we got to cut some matches short because Hogan.
0: In a perfect world, the Disco Inferno shtick would have been over the Hogan interview.
2: Yeah, oh, that would have been great. Hogan would have allowed that.
0: Uh, As we do this, I'm I'm drinking out of my WCW uh, koozie.
1: Suckas. Yeah. So, Mean Gene says the reason why Hogan get is getting booed here is because he's not wearing his colors.
2: Zach, what do you (laughs) think's the reason? I think because fans are tired of the guy.
0: (laughs) I think it's because he doesn't have a mustache. (laughs) <laughs> nobody knew who he is
2: Mean
1: Mean Gene, to his credit, actually acknowledges that the crowd is booing the hell out of Hulk Hogan uh-huh. right here, but he, he covers it up with, oh, he's wearing all black, and the fa- <laughs> the guy flipping off Hogan in clear view of the hard camera, <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome
0: he's that upset about the black
1: that's the same do-rag he just wore at his sex tape trial yeah, right? yeah that's right, yeah Oh, he's a heel. Uh, uh. He's telling me Gene to keep his mouth shut. A little foreshadowing <laughs> and there. And Jimmy Hart agrees. Yep, yep, keep <laughs> your mouth shut. <laughs> Hogan says the most ridiculous line <laughs> in the history of wrestling at the end of this promo. So okay. when he gets ready to do it, I'll shut up and okay. let everybody hear it.
0: He's even wearing a black cross. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a precursor to Heal Hogan. I mean, he's basically wearing the same ring gear.
2: Minus yeah, you got the a, neck brace. you course. got a special made neck brace, a black neck yeah. brace. Mean Gene's
1: got to explain to him that there's been a restraining order put on the Dungeon of Doom. Wasn't there a WrestleMania held at the Rosemont Horizon, at least one of them?
2: Yeah, the, uh, which one was that? Uh, it wasn't 10, was it? No, that was in Madison Square Garden.
1: Okay, maybe 11? No, that was in Connecticut. <laughs> I just, I know there was 12. one of them. I don't know, maybe four and five were both at uh, Trump Plaza. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There maybe wasn't any of them. I might just be talking no, I completely think out was. of my ass. 13, maybe. He He just took a shot at Vince McMahon right there, saying that the owner of that company up north is choking on his own ego Mm -hmm. right now. Why? Because Hogan's an environmentalist.
0: little known fact. Yeah.
1: Okay, I
0: already told you.
1: Hogan doesn't understand the law.
0: <laughs> wait, so what's the All reason? Alright, so hold
1: on. Wait for it. <laughs> he compares his mustache to the Washington <laughs> Monument.
2: <laughs>
0: Your sirens. Could it be Perry Saturn? Nope.
1: So Grant just talked over it after I told him not to, but he, the camera did cut away, so it was kind of hard to tell. Hogan says, and quote, "The last thing I'm going to do after I beat the stinky giant, the last thing I'm going to do with my immortality, is beat Gorgeous George up in heaven." <laughs> That's right, folks. Even in the afterlife, Hogan ain't jobbing
2: for nobody. Wait,
1: let's
2: let's dissect that sentence a little bit. The last thing I'll do with my immortality,
0: right, is, is go to the Jordan afterlife
2: right. and beat Gorgeous George. <laughs> okay, so
1: kind of, so let's just totally disregard the fact that we have more monster trucks. <laughs> And cop cars, um, and good good job to the Rosemont police. I mean, they they stopped supernatural evil.
0: Yeah. What was that mascot?
1: It's like a wolf or something. It's sort or of like a, it, kind of looks like Big the Cat from Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: That needs an explanation.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Hogan is not jobbing even in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So what was the purpose of that interview?
1: To get heel Hogan over because ooh I'm wearing black and ooh I'm telling Mean Gene to shut up. I know,
0: but the what's, the, what's, what's the reason we're lied to that it's for? Or do they even bother?
1: Because machine versus machine, man, Halloween Havoc, bro.
0: I thought we already knew about that because they monster trucks, bro. bro. <laughs> He's a
2: maniac. This, like, happened yet. It's, like, very close. We're, like, a couple weeks away from Halloween Havoc
1: in the storyline. Yeah. I think yeah. we're two weeks away at this time.
0: Maybe they'll bring well, back the uh, Chamber of Horrors. Okay.
1: What? Yeah, what? Was that the one where Abdullah the Butcher gets put in a no freaking electric, electric chair? chair? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was, like, Halloween Havoc 92 or 93 or something. What year was the Jake Robert Sting coal miner's glove on a pole match? Maybe. That was like 93 or something like it that. It would have been right after, yeah, it probably was, right after Roberts left uh, yeah. the Fed. So coming up, we got the main event, A Arn Anderson versus Ric Flair in a steel cage, baby. Which is
0: I said, but he turns into a monster truck. He did. <laughs> back into Hogan.
1: I like the stock footage of Bigfoot <laughs> shown <Yeah>. under this. <laughs>
0: No, now, Rhodes is responsible for a lot of the names of these pay-per-views, isn't he? That was that was from him. His I think
1: eight? at least some of them. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of alliteration yeah. going on, and there's Mongo's dog, That's who has a who has a mysterious lump on his back. <laughs> I want to get that checked out. Oh, we got the police.
0: Have you have you seen this boy? <laughs>
2: No kidding.
1: So the two most powerful forces in the universe are being kept apart. They can mutate into monster trucks by the, lo- police by the, lo- keeping lo- by the local police. Well,
0: why don't they arrest the giant?
1: Arrest them both. He's I mean, I'm sure. The, I'm three, sure if he's i su- yeah. I'm sure if he's a supernatural giant, he doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> true.
0: Ray Traylor is uh, a cop. He could do it.
2: This cage, take a look at the uh, the way they put it down on the ring. It's a little, yeah. it's a little wobbly, a little it's off-center. a little janky. It's
1: not very solid.
2: <laughs> they, I guess they forgot there was turnbuckles, and they actually made a perfect square, and they had to like bend the cage around the turnbuckles. You'll see. So I'm a little pissed, once
1: again, we don't get Double A's entrance for the second yeah, time I'm in two it. weeks.
0: So I don't know what happens, but I'm going to say there's no way he wins, because if you're already in the ring... That's a bad thing. Well,
1: yeah, wrestling logic would dictate that. But, yeah, you'll see the turnbuckle. Oh, the post, the ring posts, yeah. it's, like, wedged around the ring post, so it doesn't fit snug.
2: Mm-hmm. There's, like, there's a there's gap like tape down at the bottom. Oh, look at it. Look at it. It's obviously wobbly. Look how much that moved when he hit the ropes. They can, they can slide right out the edge of it. So they're at just the right into
1: it right here. I, I mean, I could watch these guys wrestle. Oh, yeah. For days.
0: So let's just...
1: Flair's doing sort of a modified strut. (laughs) (laughs) Speed strut. What color would you say Flair's boots are?
2: Magenta.
0: No, magenta's more of a uh, red... Like a hot
1: pink. Oh. I'd say like a lavender. Periwinkle would (laughs) be a good...
0: Periwinkle's duller. Is it? Yeah. Mauve? It might be a little mauve.
1: Mauve.
0: It is la- those are lavender.
1: Those boots cost more than your house. That's,
0: no doubt. So the cage doesn't even.
1: Like he could slide under right, right that. Right earlier. Yeah.
0: So uh, WCW typically uses the cage that touches the ground, right? Mm
2: hmm. Where you could actually go outside of the ring.
0: Yeah.
1: Which, which cage do you like better? Do you like the chain link cyclone fence cage that NWA WCW uses or the blue, uh, Bars. more of a heavier barred cage that WWF uses?
0: So I prefer, in this day, the the WWF style cage because of, like right now, it's not a great view looking through the chain link. True. But we'll see later on... My spine buster there. We'll see later on TNA's clever, and they cut a hole in the chain link and jam a camera in it.
1: Yeah. Right. Really, though? That's maybe the only good
2: idea TNA ever had. Yeah. Chain link fence has a lot of give, which is why they do that here, I'm sure. It doesn't really hurt, but... you You can take bumps into it, and it won't hurt you. The WWF one, I mean... That's gonna hurt. I mean, yeah, Yeah, that's if if you're, if you're, you know, a mark and you believed everything. I mean, running into that old school one, that's running into metal bars. So
0: this cage isn't particularly tall. You see, Flair's taller than it. Flair's yeah, it's
2: definitely. And and also the uh, the blue
1: cage, the heavier cage, seems like it'd be easier for the for the guys to climb out of, which is sort of the point Mm -hmm. of a lot of cage matches is to try to the first one to escape. But the reason why we got a cage match here is to keep uh, flying Brian Pillman out, who interfered um, in their last match. So
0: you see, the chain link's not even attached at the top.
1: I actually, yeah. I actually thought Anderson was going to blade right here, and he never did. They're probably under a no blade. Probably policy. couldn't do it, right? Which good for them. I don't, I don't think you should have blood in a match on TV. Make people pay to see that shit. Yeah, you know. Just maybe every once in a while. Unless you're Roman Reigns and then you can use a blood capsule.
0: Yeah. Just looking at how crappy this cage is. I can't get over it.
2: Yeah, it's pretty shiny.
1: Not very solid. They didn't think it out very well. I was kind of hoping Flair would blade so he could get the Crimson Mask pink...
0: (laughs) He's, he's, not gonna, fair, he's, not gonna, he's not going to blade for Chicago. Yeah,
1: we've got to save that for Greensboro. Mongo is counseling us on fair play, kids, out there. <laughs> so remember, don't cheat.
0: That's right. Yeah, you can see at the bottom, around the turnbuckle, the tarps or the, the ratchet straps.
1: That's right, yeah. So yeah, just to hold it somewhat in place. Hey we got a cameraman in the ring. Get him out of there. <laughs> he split up from the bottom. So Pillman's trying to uh trying to interfere here.
0: What's um
1: do we, gonna do old school oh. up
0: <laughs> We we'll at some point in the future on Nitro in a few years we'll we'll get to see the cage with the top on it.
2: Yeah. Fall Brawl, they do that, don't they? Right. Yeah, it's, du- it's a double cage over two
1: rings right. is the War Games match. Right. So, Flair going to figure four. You couldn't see it, but Anderson went into his tights and grabbed some knucks, which they totally no-sell. The announcers have no clue. It's like, oh, he just jobbed to a punch. Right. Much like uh, last time with Ming and Luger, the the crowd just thinks he jobbed to a left hand. Right. They couldn't see that he went into his tights. He was too discreet about it.
0: Yeah. He did a good job.
1: So Double A picks up the win. He's like, get me out of this death trap of a cage.
0: The crowd's still confused.
1: So we got to replay it to show that he had a foreign object. Because here you can see it pointing. enough.
0: Hey, there you get Arne Anderson's music. Eh, a little bit, yeah. thank
1: God. Flair just doing a pratfall. <laughs> <laughs> so much as Sting saved the intro to this show, Flair's gonna save the outro, as we'll yeah. see here in a bit. It's it's pretty awesome.
0: I remember on the cage, I remember any event that I went to, I would always...
1: Here he comes, look out! <laughs> he, <rips it laughs> he, he breaks Bischoff's <laughs> head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> that is awesome. Heenan, I love how he sells it. Heenan's like, get me the hell away from this maniac. Heenan, like, shoot.
1: like. Well, look, he at, m- that look at Mongo. Try- try- Mongo's trying not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, he's
2: holding it in. You can see him gritting his teeth, trying not to laugh.
1: <laughs> so Bishop has to finish the show with a broken headset.
2: Uh, somebody call my mama. <laughs>
1: So even though Flair comes in this outro, it's like it just drags on and on, cut to commercial or something. I mean, mm-hmm. why not end the match with Flair cutting the promo and just end it? You don't have to explain all this mm-hmm. nonsense to us. It's yeah. and like where every Nitro ended with a cliffhanger. It's just right. basically them talking. Hey, I just don't understand this from a television standpoint.
0: Yep, crowd immediately shuffling out.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of empty seats in the Rosemont Horizon. One of those big wide shots they showed from up top, there was yeah. a ton of empty seats. People are still sitting there thinking, well, is that it? We don't know. Heenan does say here that he's sick of Hogan, and he actually, I think he says that a lot of other people are sick of Hogan, too. So he's at least acknowledging the mm-hmm. fact that people are booing him. Yeah. Yeah, because when these monster trucks, that'll solve the that'll solve the feud. Bischoff's like, damn it, that last match ended
2: shorter than I thought it would. we got to yep. fill time. So with those monster trucks, was their goal, like, just say that you were, from the story standpoint, was the goal for one of them to actually, like, push the other one off the roof yeah, in the monster point. truck? That's Like, really, were they, like, were they easy. sanctioning that? Yeah, I think <laughs> they're, they're, so. sanctioned
1: murder. (laughs) Yeah, vehicular homicide. (laughs) You know, I do believe... They are still talking, for God's sake. I
0: I do believe if we we cover that or if we watch it, I I believe when they go up there, they say that it's not sanctioned. If Hogan gets killed, he's on his own. It's not... (laughs) But we're
2: going to televise it.
0: WCW's not responsible. They told him not to do it.
2: So, so as
1: we'll see when the giant falls off the roof.
0: Oh, he gave it away.
1: (laughs) Everybody's watching (laughs) this. If anybody's anybody's watching this, they sure as hell know that happened. They're still talking. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're still talking. (laughs) (laughs) Mongo. I
0: think the look on Heenan's face says it
1: all. Like get me out of yeah. here. Okay, and we're clear. No, we still got thirty seconds. Jesus, something. <laughs> oh no, we got to show what's on tap for next week. DDP, first first look at Diamond Dallas Page on the podcast. I'm excited. And oh, I'm excited for this. Eddie versus oh god, <laughs> <Banging> <laughs> I'm for that too. Hacksaw. So next week we get Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. So I'm sure that'll be uh, worth watching. Actually. This wasn't a very good show.
2: I like the, uh, I mean, anytime that I mean, have D- Flair and Einerson Double-A Flair
1: was fine. Flair's promo at the end was probably the best thing that happened at the yeah, entire show.
2: Great. Him
1: yeah. breaking uh, Bischoff's headset. I mean, opener was quick. I guess it served his purpose, but it was a one-minute and 30-second U.S. title match. Um, the middle match with Jerry Lynn and Sabu was okay. Um... And then what was the other one? It was quick. Oh, Sting. No, Road Warrior Hawk. Oh, that Road Warrior Hawk getting jobbed out by Disco Inferno is actually like somewhat entertaining. Yeah, it was pretty. Funny. That was a good spot. But so uh, that's it for this week. Um, so tune in next week. We're going to have uh, another
2: episode of Late to the Nitro Party. Is that going to be the last
1: one before having? That that'll be. No, I think we got one after that. What's the date for the next one? Um, I don't have it in front of me, so thanks for calling me out on that All right, so then. Y- you go to hell. <laughs> All right, peace out, everybody. See you. Later.